0: Well, the Saturday cookout was a big success and a key Miami Hurricanes target for the class of 2023 has dropped an announcement date. So where does Miami stand? You are Locked On Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Alex Dono, your host. I'm a University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet, including pregame and postgame for Miami Hurricanes football. And thank you so much for making Locked on Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Thanks for even joining us on a Sunday. But honestly, you know, we're not required to do Sunday episodes or even Saturday episodes. But There's been so much going on this weekend that I had to get on here and bring you guys some Locked On love. We are part of the awesome Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So the Hurricanes had themselves a big cookout barbecue pool event yesterday before the dead period started at midnight on Sunday morning or midnight on Saturday night, however you want to look at it. And a lot of people came through. Before we talk about some of the VIPs, players in the class of 2023, 2024, and even some 2025s showed up. I think there might have been a 2026 recruit that showed up. Before we get into that roll call and some of the key players Miami's targeting, let's talk about four-star safety Jaden Bonsu out of New Jersey. He is the 22nd ranked safety in the class of 2023, according to the 24-7 composite. So we're talking about Bonsu again because he has dropped a new commitment date. He's played musical chairs with his dates a little bit. Uh, Originally was going to drop his announcement for his verbal commitment on August 20th. Last month, he moved it up to July 20th. And then a day or two before that, decided he wasn't ready to announce. So he postponed it indefinitely. And now he's saying August 14th is when Jaden Bonsu will be announcing. So two weeks from now, one of the top safeties in the class will be announcing his verbal commitment. I know that there's been some head scratching, a little bit of worries from Hurricanes fans. This is a player that's been trending to Miami For well over a month. Okay. And the fact that he shuffled around his dates, it's got people a little bit concerned. Why does he keep changing his dates? Does this mean he's changing his mind? Does this mean he's not a Miami lock? Now, I don't ever use the word lock before a recruit announces, especially this day and age with, you know, NIL and super conferences. Guys change their minds all the time. So I wouldn't call anybody a lock, but Jaden Bonsu has remained trending towards Miami throughout this entire process the past several weeks, despite changing his dates, the feedback that I've been getting has still been very good for Jaden Bonsu to become a Miami hurricane. Uh, and, you know, for what it's worth, he's got those crystal balls on 24 seven, including one from the grim Reaper and Steve Wilt Fong, whose Fong is rarely ever wrong. And he's got Bonzu to Miami. He's also got crystal balls from uh hurricanes experts like david lake and gabby urudia to land him at the u and this is a player that mario cristobal and his coaches covet and there's good reason for that first of all and you see this every position that this staff is recruiting from the offensive line to the defensive line to the secondary they value versatility and that is something along with being an elite talent Bonsu is versatile and he is well rounded, can cover the slot if you need him to roll into the box and he hits hard. I don't know if the word hard is strong enough to emphasize the types of hits this guy puts on. Maybe some of you watching this have had the privilege of seeing him play in person, I have not I don't get up to New Jersey high school games very often but there's a lot of highlight reel stuff out there for Jaden Bonsu. I think I've watched every video on the internet that's been put out about Bonsu. It's very entertaining. He brings the hit stick every single game. His highlight reel is basically a series of violence. Like they need to put like a PG-13 rating on His highlight reel, he hits so hard, he commonly separates ball carriers from the football uh, on a regular basis. And he's not just a hit stick type of guy. And you talk about his versatility. I was reading his on three scouting report uh, the other day. And they even speculate that if, you know, if he puts on a lot of size or if a coaching staff maybe has a certain vision for him in the future, he could, he even has the types of characteristics where he could even play linebacker. I like him just fine as a safety. So I'm not going to project that far ahead. Uh, You know, he's got decent size still, you know, growing into his frame, like most high school players are. He's six foot one uh, in the 205 to 210 range. You know, he might already be bigger than that because sometimes the listings are a little bit behind reality. But he's got the type of frame, including a very long reach and wingspan, where he can grow into that and add more quality size. Um, I've I've been told over the last couple of weeks when it comes to Jaden Bonsu, um, yeah, the primary competition to look out for, who weeks ago was considered the leader of his recruitment and fell behind Miami, is Ohio State, that Ohio State is still pushing for him. Uh, he's still trending to Miami as Bonsu, but Ohio State, I'm sure, will not give up for the next two weeks trying to get him to put on that ugly OSU hat instead of this beautiful Miami Hurricanes hat when it comes time to announce his decision. So be on the lookout for Jaden Bonsu, who's going to be announcing August 14th on a yet-to-be-determined streaming platform. I know he wants that one to be streamed live, and you know we'll be watching live in a couple of weeks when that that one happens and hoping that he picks the U. Uh, let's talk about some of the cookout attendees. If I wanted to list every player who showed up at the cookout, we'd be here all day, but I want to go through some of the important names in the classes of 2023 and 2024 and where Miami could stand for some of these. So keep it locked for that. Uh, Right after we talked about LinkedIn, LinkedIn is locked on. As you gear up for the fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business firing on all cylinders. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster, And for free, create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. That's a lot of people. Then you add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Uh, This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn, post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making locked on canes. Your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. So, uh, yes, this player was at the cookout yesterday. We talked about him before the cookout. We'll talk about him after the cookout. Five-star wide receiver for the class of 2023, Jurion Dickey, did attend the cookout, has been in town in Miami for the last few days visiting. He's been doing a lot of fishing. Uh, I saw on his social media, he caught a, he caught a shark. He caught a nurse shark out there. Couple days ago, he even tweeted, "Is there anyone's backyard I can fish in?" When I'm at Miami, it's like, man, bros, if I lived on a body of water, I would have totally invited him over. <laughs> like, there is a little lake not too far from my house, so maybe I can say, "Hey, Jerry, on, come over here. Let's walk about a quarter mile to the lake. You can fish there." I could have recruited him while we were there. I don't know if he found somebody's backyard to fish in, but it looked like he had a great time in town. And yeah, he did roll through the barbecue for a couple of hours. Um there's no white smoke. You know, that's what they do at the Vatican when they've selected the new pope. Um, I wish that I could tell you coming out of yesterday that there's this great piece of evidence that Dickie, who, by the way, I, did I mention this? He is an Oregon Ducks commit. He's an Oregon verbal commit. So if Miami wants him, they're going to have to flip him from Oregon. I wish I could tell you there was some solid evidence that like he's thinking of, you know, decommitting from Oregon and committing to Miami. We don't have that solid evidence today. Based on everything he said, he was just checking it out. And his words, he's not ready to shake things up, to quote unquote shake things up. He was asked by Kane Sport if he's considering the Hurricanes right now. And he said, not really. So listen, sometimes actions speak louder than words. The fact that he actually bothered to show up to Miami recruiting event. Um, the fact that he and Mario Cristobal they have a relationship going back to when Cristobal was in Oregon, Cristobal recruited him heavily there. I don't know if Jurion Dickey would even be committed to Oregon right now if not for the work that Mario Cristobal put into his recruitment. So, I'm not telling you there's no chance. I'll, I'll do the Lloyd Christmas dumb and dumber. So, you're telling me there's a chance? Maybe, maybe, but. Nothing coming out of yesterday um, really makes me feel like, yeah, you know what? I, I think the Canes are going to flip this one. Like, I I don't know, okay? I, he He's saying all the right things as an Oregon commit. And I'm sure Oregon would prefer he had not shown up to Miami's cookout yesterday. Uh, but, you know, he's a free man. He did it. He showed up to Miami's recruiting event. But he's saying he's saying all the right things as an Oregon commit, that he's not ready to shake things up and he's not really – considering the Canes. So until we get further evidence that the staff is really working him and that he's open to flipping until we get that, it is what it is. Highly touted player, showed up to a barbecue, did some fishing over the weekend. That's all we know right now about wide receiver on Dickey. It would be great to get him in this class, though, because it's one of the top wide receivers available in the country. And the Hurricanes already have a really nice wide receiver class. You could add a guy like Dickie to a group that already has Ray Ray and Robbie. Oh, this could be a lot of fun here at the U if you could add a guy to the class like that. But we'll we'll have to see how it goes. Uh, 2024 five star wide receiver. So that that'll not for this class, for the class after. 2024 five star receiver Ryan Wingo out of St. Louis, Missouri, was at the cookout yesterday. He says, I wanted to get here and see the coaches, he says. Uh, you know, he's got a lot of programs on his list, but that's one of the best players to look out for for the following class. Let's go back to this class, class of 2023. Uh, this one is a big-time priority for Miami at the line of scrimmage for this coming class, and that's defensive tackle. Jordan Hall out of Jacksonville, Florida, West Side High School. Um, He's also being recruited heavily by Georgia, by Florida. And hey, you know what? To be fair, G5 Billy, he's out of the locker. He got out of the locker for now. They've had a really good last five days in recruiting players. So Gator fans have been showing up in my mentions. Good for you guys. Miami's still kicking your butts head to head. You guys did land Andy Jean, who... Was was that the first time in this cycle, by the way, that Florida actually got a verbal commit from a player that Miami was also trying to get a commit from? So that might have been the first head-to-head dub for Florida over Miami in this class. But to be fair, Gator fans, pump your chests out a little bit. You're out of the locker, at least for now. We'll see if Cristobal stuffs you right back in it. But you guys are out of the locker for right now. But yeah, I mean, Jordan Hall from the Jacksonville area, obviously Florida is going to be uh, they are heavily recruiting him as well. Um, he sounds like he's going to take his time in making a decision. He likes Joe Salavea a lot. He likes the entire coaching staff. So, And he did drop, by the way, he did drop a go Canes. Well, that's got to count for something, right? Uh, let's see who else uh, that I wanted to get to. Four-star cornerback Damari Brown, um, who, by the way, Sounds like he had a really good visit at the barbecue because Damari Brown, who's another guy who's taking his time, he's not going to announce in summer, right? I mean, Cormani McLean is another one, five-star cornerback Cormani McLean, who Miami is in the mix for, along with Florida and Alabama, uh, is probably not going to make his decision till maybe December or even February, we'll see. And it sounds like Damari Brown is going to probably take his time till National Signing Day as well. But one thing that he did figure out with Cristobal while he was down here, Damari, um, that he is going to make an official visit to Miami. So, yesterday was unofficial, barbecue, pool time. He's going to make an official visit on September 23rd, which is four days after my birthday, by the way. So, you know what, Damari? You want to throw me a belated present? Commit to the University of Miami. You don't have to send me gift cards or cash. Just commit to Miami, and I'm going to be happy. And he's an American heritage guy. So it'd be great to have him Uh, 2024 four star running back. Jarek Gibson rolled through, as we discussed yesterday before we were were on before the cookout. We did talk about Jarek Gibson rolling through, who is, uh, I believe, the top ranked running back for the class of 2024. And I'm always going to feel kind of good about this one. I know it's going to be a really, really long time over a year before he can sign a national letter of intent. But he's at IMG Academy. And we see the way that things are brewing between Miami and IMG where they're becoming a Miami pipeline. Uh, it always makes you feel good about a guy like Jared Gibson. He says uh, he feels at home at Miami, which is always a nice thing to hear. Um, you know, Cristobal and Mirabal are always going to be recruiting offensive linemen heavily. Uh, 2024 offensive lineman Elijah Walker from Spruce Creek, Florida, he rolled through the cookout. 2024 four-star defensive lineman dylan stevenson rolled through the cookout four-star safety for the 2024 class zaquan patterson rolled through the cookout he's a local guy from shamadad madonna in hollywood and uh zaquan patterson said ever since cristobal came i feel like there'll be a whole different team this year he said it's a great vibe so As a 2024 guy, he's got a lot of time. He can just sit through this upcoming season before he makes any sort of decision on anybody. But yeah, this is why, guys, we want to talk about the momentum that Miami already has in recruiting, like for the class of 2023. They already have momentum, even though this staff hasn't coached a single game yet, right? We're still a little over a month away, September 3rd. It's going to be here before you know it, but we're still a little bit over a month away from actually playing games again at the University of Miami. You could do yourselves a lot of favors with your momentum if you go out there and have a kick-ass season, right? Like, You know, we're not going to know anything September 3rd when they take on Bethune-Cookman, although, you know, if things go Miami's way, and they should, you could probably get a few different quarterbacks in that game and go pretty far down the depth chart to see a lot of players get a chance to play. That's the reason why I like those games. When you have the cream puff games on the schedule – I like seeing how deep can you go on the depth chart and how many guys can we see get out there and have it. It kind of feels like an NFL preseason game, right? Uh, but if Miami you know, has good showings in the big games that they play this season, like at Texas A&M, at Clemson, you know, Florida State is always a big game and that's a home game this year. And then try to take care of your ACC coastal schedule. Uh, you can only build on that momentum if you come out and have a good year this year. Uh, I want to answer a couple questions from the Twitter when we come back. And hey, guys, keep in mind, Locked on Canes, you follow us, we'll follow you back. If you follow the show account, at Locked on Canes, we will follow you back. No questions asked. Even if you're a Gator fan, we might judge you. Like, why is a Gator fan following us? But we'll still follow you back anyway. And if you write us questions and comments, we try to read as many as we can on the show. And I have a couple of those I'm going to read right after we talk about betonline.net. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening right now. Bet Online, where the game starts. Thank you so much for making Locked On Canes your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Oscar Hernandez asks, Chances for Miami on Dillard running back Christopher Johnson and how you feel about him. Um, Well, I can tell you with Christopher Johnson, he was just on campus a few days ago at the University of Miami. Uh, Gabby Arudia from 24-7 was tweeting about that. I think it was last Tuesday. So five days ago, he was just on campus. He's been around quite a bit. Uh, And listen, it would be great to make serious headway with a player like this because Miami, they don't currently or don't yet I know they will but they don't currently have any running backs for the class of 2023 um, as far as Johnson goes the first thing that stands out about him that I love is his speed he's a track athlete he's a burner he's a take it to the house type of guy can take it to the house on any play home run hitter I think is the term that I'm looking for here uh, and he's also the type of player where you'd Don't have to just pigeonhole him at running back. He's the type of guy you could line up at wide receiver and do some gadget plays with him as well. In this day and age in college football, you need to have guys like that. Yeah. I mean, I I think Rashard Smith could probably be that type of guy on this roster coming up where you can do a number of different things with him. He's a wide receiver, but you can line him up at running back. He can run gadget plays. Uh, so I think, uh, and that goes back to I guess versatility has been the word of the day. How many times have we dropped the word versatility? And he's the type of guy who can bring that. Uh, as far as uh, as far as Miami's chances, um, I don't know. It might be too soon to say, um, but I know he's also being recruited pretty heavily by. This is good company. This goes to show you. And he's a four star, by the way. I don't think I mentioned the star ranking for Johnson out of Dillard. Uh, he's also being recruited heavily by Alabama. Texas A&M, Ole Miss, even Florida State. So we will see how that one plays out. And speaking of 2023 20, running backs, I know that they, they've been having media days, high school media days all over the state. And someone dropped a tip to me a few days ago, uh, one of these media days in Orlando, that uh, and this probably doesn't mean anything, but it could mean something. Cedric Baxter was wearing Miami shorts to uh to his media day workout he was wearing shorts with the u on it so i don't maybe there's something to watch out for there i i like it when these recruits are representing the u in public i know the gator fans get excited when they see guys wearing their gear in public so maybe i'll get excited when i see a guy wear miami gear in public another question we get from william gibson asks uh he says uh well he actually starts this with a nice comment so All right, I'll take it. He says, I've recently been following you and have binge-watched a lot of your YouTube programs. Great content and keep up the great work. Thank you so much, William. Uh, Then he says, my question is, how can we sign so many recruits and how will the coaching staff find quality playing time for all the players? Here is what we need to free our minds from, folks. We can no longer think about Miami recruiting the way that we thought about it with people like Manny Diaz and Al Golden at the helm, where we're like, Oh, Hey, you know, we've got like a 13 guys coming up, signing with this class. We've got, you know, like one running back, one safety, couple offensive linemen that way, you know, nobody's stealing playing time from each other. Like we need to start looking at, because Miami's getting in the big leagues when it comes to recruiting. We need to start looking at the way we recruit, not compared to the way we used to recruit, but we need to start comparing the way Mario Cristobal recruits to the way that the Alabamas and the Georgias and the Ohio States and the Clemsons and the LSUs are recruiting. And that is not only quality, but quantity of quality. And so when you're talking about guys fighting for playing time and quality playing time, Some of it is just survival of the fittest. Um, You know, there's a little thing in college football the last few years called the transfer portal. There are a lot of names on it at all times. That's just reality. You're going to see players who are enrolled at places like Alabama and Georgia who enter the transfer portal. I mean, Miami just got a guy from Clemson in the transfer portal. They got a guy from Georgia in the transfer portal last year talking about Tyreek Stevenson. That, yeah, sometimes when you recruit so many players, certain guys are going to be, you know, maybe unsatisfied with their opportunities. They're going to look to play elsewhere. But guess what? The reason why they're unsatisfied with their opportunities are you probably have better players that are taking playing time away from them. So it's a good over uh, an embarrassment of riches is the term I'm looking for. An embarrassment of riches is a good quality uh, to have it's a good problem to have but then the other part of it is basically outside of quarterback you can find a lot of playing time multiple deep on a depth chart these days college football has become so high octane there's so many plays being run there's so many snaps to hand around Um, you know you've got too deep at a defensive line an offensive line Cristobal and Mirabal like to have a rotation they like to have basically two full units plus of offensive linemen who can plug and play i know we haven't had that in recent years at miami a defensive line has always been that way i mean correct me if i'm wrong cuz it's been 21 years but 2001 national championship team wasn't Vince Wilfork technically a second string defensive tackle on that team? And he had plenty of opportunities to eat. Like Vince Wilfork, one of the greatest ever, wasn't even a first stringer on that defensive line. He got plenty of opportunities. Miami was too deep everywhere. Uh, so, you know, you're going to find plenty of burn some of Miami's deepest rooms. Think about it. You're going to find plenty of burn for probably at least three of your running backs. Now you've got five guys who look like they can play. You're going to find plenty of burn for at least three of those. And listen, sometimes like a kid like Cody Brown, who I really liked, but Cody Brown, I think looked at the situation in Miami said, I'm not going to get enough playing time here. He got in the transfer portal wound up at Virginia. I liked him a lot, but just sometimes Transfer portal is going to be a reality. Um, You know, Miami's got a deep tight end room, but I think at least three of these guys are going to find significant playing time this coming season. Uh, You know, you've got more quality safeties than you can have on the field at once in most formations, and they're still going to find playing time. So uh, don't worry about it. I mean, the best teams in the country in recent years, the Clemsons, the Bamas, the Ohio States, they've just had an embarrassment of riches at virtually every position And they make it work. And if you do have certain players who decide they're not getting enough opportunities, the problem is going to fix itself. But William, that's an awesome question. And I'm glad we can even answer that question. Because in years past, how many opportunities have we had in recent years to say, hey, Miami's got so many quality recruits coming in. How are we going to get all these guys on the field? Like, I love it. I hope we can keep talking about this every single year. And again, if you guys want to drop questions on the show, questions and comments, we will take all comers at locked on canes on Twitter. If you follow us, we will follow you back. We're going to have a full week of shows coming up, my friends, as we kick off a busy month of August. Uh, we're going to start counting down to fall camp tomorrow, Monday, cuz fall camp is going to be here starting next Saturday. We're going to get you ready for it, folks. We're going to talk about Miami's brand as well on Monday's episode because the U is still holding a lot of weight nationwide, despite the fact Miami hasn't done enough winning in recent years. So keep it locked right here to Locked On Canes and make sure you make Locked On ACC your second listen. Candace Cooper uh, and her co host do an awesome job taking you around the conference in under 30 minutes. But we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. Back on Monday for another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.